Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another beautiful episode of Love Human, Be Spirit. And we are back today talking about the energy types. We are going to cover generators, manifesting generators, and reflectors today. How are you today, Monique? I'm good. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for coming back. And yeah, I'm excited to get into it with you, Amy. So let's do it. And, you know, this is going to be a little bit different than when we talked about our two energy types. Of course, we can talk specifically about that from our own lived experiences. Um, And we both have both generators and manifesting generators in our everyday life. And you have the luxury of having a reflector more than I do, but we, you know, have also had the opportunity to interview a reflector. So we're going to do the best we can with that information through our experience. And we would love any feedback that anybody has to offer for us. So with yeah. that, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about the beautiful energy type of a generator. Yeah. And also I just want to mention, um, this is such a Big reason why Amy and I are starting to bring on some of these guests to give the perspective from a generator type, from, you know, these other types. And so if, if what we're saying gives you like the inkling, like you want to learn more, that's the episode to go to, I would say like, you know, next, if you want to hear about more from us and somebody else that is a generator, yeah, we're excited to talk about our lived experiences around generators and mangens and the few reflectors that we have had the pleasure of knowing and what we've learned. Absolutely. Because we've learned a lot. I mean, you know, let's not discredit that. Oh my <laughs> but, goodness. It's jaw dropping. Yeah. If you guys listen to the episodes, like I'm not usually speechless. So, <laughs> <laughs> so generators, you want to start with generators? Why not? Okay. Our beautiful sacral sacral beings so generators um amy you started off because you're you're more linear and then i'll jump in (laughs) well and you know we like to think of um you know not necessarily we're not necessarily talking strategy here Uh, we're talking about the energy that a generator holds and of course they're one of the two that has a defined sacral and that defined sacral gives them this life force energy and we cannot survive on this planet without having these beautiful energy types available for us And these beautiful um, beings are meant to let their body guide them, not their mind. And often they're taught that it is their mind that they're, you know, meant to make decisions from, and it's really their beautiful body wisdom. And I see that aha one time after another, um, whenever I have the opportunity to share with someone, they're like, oh my gosh, because they're just really, really conditioned to go in their mind. And it's their beautiful body wisdom that, um, you know, guides them. 
Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, the, you know, what Amy said at the start of that was so true is like, we, we literally couldn't exist without the energy beings like generators and manifesting generators. So understanding the power that you really have because of the fact that you have this sacral in, defined in your body, uh, anyway, uh, and that's the whole point, you know, we're meant to do this thing together and the importance of having generators that are in alignment and manifesting generators are in alignment to me is just, it's just even that much more important because we're literally all using your sacral energy and we're amplifying it to get what we need to get out as well. You know, we're living off it basically. Right, Amy? I mean, hundred percent. I mean, you generators have this big, beautiful, open, enveloping, like, you know, energetic mm -hmm. energy about yourself and we need you to be that beacon of light so that we can be pulled to you to ride that energetic wave with you. And right. I loved how you said in one of our previous episodes, you sacral beings need to get aligned as fuck. You know, you were just calling out, <laughs> making a declaration and you do, because when you're not doing things you love, your aura gets clogged and we can't find you. So mm -hmm. you're meant mm -hmm. to be using this big, beautiful energy. You're here to use this energy to do the things you love. And mm. this is an open permission slip. And if you want one signed by us, we'll send it to you <laughs> for real. Please yeah. use this amazing, powerful energy doing the things that light you up. Because you also heard me say, there is another generator out there. If it's something that you don't love, that could be the thing they love. Because you guys aren't right. cookie cutters. Y'all have mm -hmm. completely different, unique design, right? Science of differentiation. We're all different. And so just uh, empowering yourself. And this is the other thing that this energy um, is often challenged by is quote unquote quitting, right? It's like, because they do have the energy for it. And that was one of the things that Liz said in the emotional generator episode that was so powerful that she was willy nilly using her energy on things mm. that she was neutral about. Absolutely. And you don't realize how much that can clog you or deplete you. So please, 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 while I don't have a sacral to speak to, please, 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 I need you using yours, you beautiful sacral beings, in all of the most beautiful, inspiring, uplifting, light your ass up ways. That's what oh I my gosh. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's such a great point that you brought up that, that Liz expressed on our, that's one of the things, the biggest takeaways I got from that episode was the, where, where it would get tricky sometimes for her as a generator, as a sacral being was when, when she wasn't, when she was kind of neutral about a thing, like when it didn't light her up or not, but she did it anyway and how that clogged her up. And the, understanding that was a little a l really mind-blowing for me because I've seen that I've seen sacrals around me do that to themselves regularly yeah. and not, not of, of course you don't know right until you know this information but now you know so you don't have to do that and really having the trust to believe that if you do the thing that your body wants to do moment to moment all your job is is to put yourself where your body wants to be moment to moment yes and and trust that that's enough because you're going to get the right things to respond to then when you're future tripping and trying to plan things out it's almost like you're you're skewing with the timing that the that that the universe is trying to give you the things to respond to and you're like 
you know, up in your mind. So you don't even see it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're dazing off and you're thinking about something too hard and like, I don't know, like some adorable, handsome person walks by maybe in front of you and you miss it because you're like not even your friends like, oh, did you see that? And you're like, see what? I wasn't I didn't even see it. It's that. But like, I don't know why adorable, handsome person walking by was the example I went with there. But you get what I'm saying. We can miss stuff. And I feel like for sacrals, since they have this battery and this propensity to just, you know, yeah, respond, respond. your body wants to respond. I see sacrals now responding so much before they even know they're responding. Yeah. And it's like, you're built for that. So your body's going to do that. It's your job to pick and choose what you respond to. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries are so critical. You are not meant to sacrifice yourself in this big, beautiful energy you have for others. Meaning you don't say yes to everything. You don't feel like you're doing things because you should, you're setting boundaries for yourself. You're asking yourself, do I want this? Does this light me up? Will this excite me? That kind of thing. And your sacral will tell you that even if you have emotional authority, which we've covered Trump's sacral in the instance, you know, Liz shared that you can learn when you're emotionally neutral so that then you can, you know, count on this big, beautiful, you know, motor that you have, that is just, it's unbelievable when it's in action. And when it's in, you know, we've seen people that are aligned in action. We've also seen people that are not aligned and they're clogged. Yeah. And it is that clogged. And you said it very well. You said, we can't find you when your beautiful aura is clogged up like that. And ain't that the truth? Because when a generator is doing their thing, man, fuck, they are magnetic as hell. Because that's the thing, generators and man gens, we'll get, we're going to give you your own time. But both of you guys, your auras, the, the, the sacral aura is designed to be a magnet. So your job is Amy and I were talking about this before the call. Your job is to get to know yourselves, generator. That's what that's what uh, human design says. The baseline of being a sacral being is to understand yourself. Yep. Well, how do you do that, right? How do you do that? You listen to your body moment to moment and respond to the things, whatever it is. My body wants to go for a walk. Cool. I'm going to go for a walk. My body wants to respond to an email. Cool. I'm going to do that. My body, but that forcing thing, you don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the right, the right things show up for you to respond to. And it's like, you're, you're a magnet. So the more that you trust that your energy will do that for you, the more the things start to come up. And then you're like, Oh, you know, it, it's just, it's so easy. It gets to be easier I think then a lot of maybe generators feel like life can be day to day. It gets to be a lot easier if you trust that by saying no a little more often or picking and choosing just even what you respond to, you're going to get the, the, the feeling that you, that you, that you want, that you're meant to have all the time. And let's make it really simple for you. Beautiful generators. Okay. You are here too. And we're going to fill in the blank understand yourself so you can use this big, beautiful life force energy, only doing what you love. Right. Beautiful. And then then whatever else you have to say to set up the conditions to decondition from meaning boundaries, no longer saying yes to everything, taking a deliberate pause before you respond, checking in with Mm. your body. Fuck that mind. Don't you dare go there. Okay. (laughs) It's really your body wisdom, not your mind. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, or I love how Brittany put it in the sacral generator episode too. If you're going to let your mind talk, because, you know, we have to honor our mind mm-hmm. sometimes. She uh, had a defined uh, mind. She had a yeah, defined mind. So, yeah. She said, 
she said, okay, mind, those are all great points. I'm going to take that all into consideration. And then she listens to her body. Yeah. Acknowledge the mind. Yeah. You, you know, and, and again, when, when it comes to the mind, we have to start thinking about it as this is a tool for us, for the other, right? My projector defined mind is here to help guide the other, not me. I'm not, I'm not here to use my mind to guide myself at all. That's not the right move there, you That's know, but my, yeah, but my mind can help really help somebody else can really help me see something for someone else and share that with them. If I'm invited in, it's a really amazing tool for that. So yeah, but I think as a sacral being, as any being, we get taught that the mind is so important, but as a sacral, um, it gets to be so much easier. I've witnessed when they start responding to their body. And I, I really urge you. The other cool thing is that having sacral authority means that you can play around with this information. No, wait, let me take that back. Having a sacral a defined sacral in your body. So that means even if you're an emotional authority, but you're still a, a generator right. or a mantra yeah. with a sacral means that you can start playing with this information right away. Yes. You can start going out there and experimenting with this stuff. We're telling you right away, go stand in front of five things in your house, walk around your house, stand in front of five parts of your house, like your book bookshelf. Do I want to read a book? No, don't want to read a book. Go to your kitchen. Do I want to eat something? Nope. Don't want to make a sandwich. Oh, wait, do I want to order a sandwich? Yeah, I want to order a sandwich. I'm going to do that. I'm going to order a sandwich. And that's do that. Just do that for like five minutes in your house or 10 and just start to see like how your body takes you. It's here to take you and that's it. And then you show up to that sandwich shop where you went to order the sandwich and there's like some person there that's going to offer you or you're going to overhear a conversation maybe and you're going to get some great idea to go home and work on. That's how that works for you. It gets to be easy like that. You don't have to stay home and figure out what I'm going to do today or what, you know, or, I mean, give yourself these moments of time and space where you let yourself do the thing that lights you up instead of saying, I'm just going to go do that thing I have to get done today. Choose to give yourself an hour, but really give yourself that hour because this is another thing you all generators, since you have this sacral and you always want to be doing things. I don't know how y'all do it. That's how it looks to me anyway, but you guys, you'll, you'll, okay. So let's say, uh, the generator says, you know what, I'm going to cancel on that thing that I was obligated to, that is not lighting me up anymore. And tomorrow I'll have a free hour. They immediately want to start filling that hour with what they think they need to do that already. Like right then it, no, I urge you to let your body get to that hour on its own and then feel out how that you know, what do you want to do then? Or like, you know, don't try and plan it all. Right. Because when we're, I think as a, as a sacral, when you get up in your, in your mind and you start planning and planning and planning and choosing to do these things differently, it just, it just, it changes right away. And you get to see that and experience that. So I just think it's cool um, that you get to play with that right away, you know, as a projector, right? You got to kind of wait a little bit for an invitation. Like I had to wait. I had to really start just focusing on myself and like, you know, and then I saw the invitations coming, you know, I had to start to tune into my spleen, like as an emotional manifester, you had to wait a sec. That took you a minute to get in tune with, well, what all that means. Right. But I feel like as a sacral, you get this amazing opportunity to just try it out right now literally right now, your body can respond to something right now. 
like you can look around and respond to something, right? God, that like I've been sitting here going, well, shit, I do that. Somebody, if something changes out of my <laughs> schedule, like I'm still, I, I'm still seeing the layers of my conditioning. If something opens yeah. up for tomorrow, I'm trying to fill that spot. And oh you, yeah, you give me all these ahas all the time in the ways that I still show up as my best man in life or generator life. But more <laughs> as we get to the man gins, I was definitely living more of that life. But maybe this will be an offering for one of you beautiful sacrals um, that will feel aligned for you. In my corporate life, I had a calendar event that always popped up on my calendar on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., which by the way, I used to hate Sundays because I knew what came after Sunday. And um, I would look at my calendar to see what else I could fit in. Okay, y'all, I'm a manifester, not meant to do that <laughs> shit. Um, and, but that's really literally what I was doing. What else could I fit into my schedule? I, and I mean, I did that for a lot of years. So when I quit my corporate life and created my own life of, you know, being a solopreneur and feeling like really leaning into the freedom that I had for myself, I decided to keep that calendar event. I do have a great relationship with my calendar. Now it feels very aligned state five people. I love some of that shit. Okay. And so I kept that calendar event on Sunday mornings and now I love Sundays. I love every day. I don't have a day to hate. I have no reason to hate anything or otherwise I can change it right? I'm completely empowered to do that. I'm the CEO of my business, yeah. CEO of my life. So, and so now what I do is I look at my fucking calendar and I say, what did I originally say yes to that no longer feels aligned? Oh, and then I open up time and space for guess what? Me, mm. whether that is truly just, I want to sit at the pool. I want to go to the beach. I want to do whatever the hell I want or work on my business more. So I'm not going to do that thing that I originally committed to because it no longer feels aligned. So you beautiful sacrals, if you're ones that have calendars, here's another great way. Get in front of your calendar. Do I want this? Does it light me up? Do I still mm. feel called to do this? Is this something I was shooting or saying yes to where my body wisdom knew all along, mm. but I dismissed it because it's so head, good. I thought I had to com stay committed to it or I did it. Da, da, da. And let me tell you, every time I get the opportunity to share someone's design with them and their sacral being, I say right now, I want you to think of one thing you're giving your big, beautiful energy to that you don't want to. And mm -hmm. every single one of them knows something. And I'm like, my invitation to you is cut bait, get out of that one now. And then I want you to report back to me how you feel because mm -hmm. it's one little no at a time that will change yeah. this for you and create those boundaries. That's a great advice. I love the calendar advice for them. That's a great way to get in touch with it. But yeah, so that's the gift here. I really feel like that is a super, super gift. If you're a generator or a mantra and you have a sacral defined sacral in your body, you're the only two types that can um, play with that. We both invite you to, to, to take one of, one of our examples or come up with another way that you can experience what responding feels like with your aura because you are a magnet you are a magnet and um, I always tell generators that I work with um, and man gens that that open enveloping aura to me I always picture like octopus tentacles like reaching out in eight different directions mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's a little bit more man gen than gen but uh, um, it, it's still the aura is there for that so I picture y'all like a, this big pulsing magnet you know and you're like out there in the world and you're like oh that thing's pretty oh I like that over there I like this person I like you know it's it's all the time so you're, it's up to you to really 
feel out which, which, which way makes you feel good to move, you know, and then just move that way. Trust that you can move that way. And that that is the right, correct move. Because when you do follow that lead, you're, you're, you're following the magnet of your body, your aura, your energetic design, and take so much of the thinking out of it for, for this, this complicated life that we live in sometimes. And, um, yeah, we urge you generators to play with that. What else do we want to say about generators before we cross over yeah, to man gens? Yeah, you know, the last two things that I would say, first of all, you generators um, are powerhouses. And um, you have this unbelievable ability to keep going and going um, with the things that light you up with great focus. And so just recognizing for yourself that your body wisdom is what tells you what's for you. And like Monique said, you are a magnet because what is meant for you is coming for you. So please tune in and please get aligned because you are the life force for the rest of us. And if that feels like a big responsibility, I hope it's something that will empower you to thrive and really course correct for yourself and move away from the things that don't light you up. And if you happen to be in a community where you know there are other generators or sacral beings in, if you're doing something that doesn't light you up, invite someone else to take that spot for you that it does light them up because otherwise you're robbing them of their greatness. Because we're, I mean, this is where I say, we gotta stay in our own lane. We're robbing some yeah. So that's what I would say. You know, you're a magnet. So, you know, please know that everything that's meant for you is gonna come to you and, you know, really listen to your body. That's, that's yeah. I was going to add, there's a steadiness, uh, like a steadfastness, a steadiness to generators uh, that I feel I get from their auras. Yes. Um, there's like this feeling of like um, grounding. They, they give me a feeling of being grounded. And uh, I mean, I guess we're talking about when they're aligned more so than not, but I really think that um, I, I think it's important for them to note that, you know, it feels like a warm hug sometimes to be around a generator to me it feels cozy it feels yes. like yes. I'm gonna be all right I'm gonna be taken care of I'm gonna I have somebody in my you know that's the thing your aura is yummy it's it's it really nice is. yeah it's I'm thinking of it's, all my generators in my life right I definitely it's so inviting like, yes it's yes. it's very like nurturing energy to me and I like that I love that about generators especially and, um, when they're aligned you know, of and course, I've witnessed yeah. ones that are misaligned become aligned and me too. that much more magnetic. And you're just like, too. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm thinking of one of my good friends and, um, it's, yeah, she's always been wonderful, but it's, it's funny. It's so interesting how you can really feel it as a, as a non-energy type, uh, like I am. And, um, and how it, it really makes me feel good. It makes me, it makes my one four like them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me, yeah. the, the security that I get from a generator, that feeling is very nice for me as a, as a non-energy being projector. And I, I just want them to know that. And um, I also think that another important thing for generators is um, stay present, you know, really try and stay present because the more that you can be present and out of that future tripping in your head, plan, planning space. It's gonna, I mean, I'm, don't plan plan things if you want. I know I'm not a planner. You can check in Amy with yourself is, in the moment. But, exactly, but then you get to exactly. check in. And when exactly. you were saying that, exactly. I was thinking about, you know, my daughter and her partner, that's, they're both generators and how important that is because, 
Exactly. They have all these plans, but then when it comes to the the present conscious moment, choose choose then, and it's okay. Right. They know at that point. Right. Okay. At that point. Right. Yeah. Right. There's no commitments. You're the boss. It's your life. Amen, so, sister. Right. I say that all but, the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I've gotten that from you, I think, I but it's so true. I mean, we're in charge of our lives. Ain't nobody the boss of you, but you. So if you committed to something and then you want to uncommit, that's fine too. And um, God love anybody that's ever tried to be my boss. (laughs) (laughs) All you people out there that might be listening, I want to say I'm sorry, but I'm not. So yeah, it's so true. I know. Um, Yeah. Okay. Shall we move on to the beautiful mansions? Yeah. Manifesting generators that we lovingly call mansions. Some people call them (laughs) mansions. I love mansion. We can MGs, whatever you want to call them. I love, love, love you, beautiful humans. I love when I have the opportunity to share with someone that they're a manifesting generator. Then they it just lands like a. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a bolt of lightning, you know, it's just like, what? I mean, so all the things that we've already said about generators and yeah. then now we're going to add on to this for manifesting generators. So while I right. said, you know, generators have this, um, undeniable life force energy where they can focus on something <laughs> like one of the biggest differences I feel like for manifesting generators is y'all aren't meant to focus <laughs> <laughs> and just let that be okay. Because you sprinkle your brilliance from one little thing to the next. And it can be 17 things in one day, um, 17 things in one hour. And the best way you can do this, which we also said about generators is allowing yourself to connect with, do I want this? Do I want to do this? Does this light me up? Is this, if, if we're going to honor again, that they're here to understand themselves and they are here to use the energy doing what they love They also have a little bit of that ability to initiate and inspire, and we won't go into a lot of that, but because they're a hybrid, right? They've got some manifester in them, but predominantly generator in them because they've got that life force energy. It's really allowing yourself to connect within any given present moment. Is this what I want? And then the moment it doesn't feel like that anymore, which it will for you, move on. Because there's either somebody else is going to fill in the gap or you're going to come back to it which, you know, I've said this before, but I used to like roast my partner for like, oh my God, just finish something. And he's a manifesting generator. He's not meant to. If he feels called to great, but if not move on to the next damn thing that you can sprinkle your brilliance into. And we need people like that too. You know, I had somebody say, it's like, I'm a feather in the wind. I'm like, thank God. Mm Because you're just moving from the thing to the thing, to the thing that you really feel. And I don't want to do that. I did that and it didn't really work for me. I got seriously burned out. That's the other thing that we need to mention here. Burnout is a whole new level for you sacrals. Mm -hmm. And so really honoring for yourself that when you're feeling any signs of burnout, it's because you're not doing what you love. So please get really clear with what you're doing that you don't love and then let it go. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was really well put. I just think uh, so. Go, going off of what I was saying towards the, the wrap up on the generators, man, manifesting generators, they're, although your aura is also a magnet, just like uh, Amy said, everything you said about the generators counts here and goes towards you as well. And um, I just, I feel, so like I said, generators to me feel really yummy and like cozy and like a, like nurturing. Manifesting generators feel that too, but it feels a little more exciting. Like yeah. it might go faster, like a little bit like how a manifester makes me feel. Um, and I feel like you guys have that in common and that's why they are like a hybrid, right? They do have some sprinkle of manifester in there, you know, that motor to throat 
that, you know, every manifesting generator will have a defined throat, right? Yep. So you are here to speak and inform, right? And, and that does inspire and impact and initiate. It has that. You have that element sprinkled on top of your uh, warm, enveloping, friendly aura, if you yep. will. So it feels... Like, and that's why I put in the order for my next life to be a manifesting generator, PS. I feel like, wow, you get the best of all the worlds. You have a sacral that allows you to respond to things. You have the manifesting capacity to inform and impact and inspire like a manifester. And you usually, I'm not, well, um, you, most of you have a lot of defined centers and and a lot of energy pumping through you generally there are definitely manifesting generators charts that i've seen that can i mean you can have two centers and be a manifesting generator as we've recently had an aha about it yeah we had a major aha you could just have the 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 pure manifesting generator channel you could just have the sacral in the throat Yep. The 3420, right? <laughs> but see, even with those, even with only two centers as a man gen, the sacral is still one of those centers. Oh, and yeah. the throat is the second one. Let's just say that's the one we're talking about. Those are two powerful centers out of the nine to have. So man gen, you hold power, like power, mm. power, you know? So generators, all sacral beings, in my opinion, are like superhero types a, a bit. Like, I just feel like they're just so capable they're so freaking capable and they really don't realize it and they also almost think that other people are lazy or like below their yeah. potential and I have to often remind them no you're really superhuman like yeah you really are and it's while it's a gift for you just for a moment kind of feel even allow yourself to experience it what it would be like to witness you always being superhuman, right? Right. right. It, it pains me to think, you know, how much you and I love um, how this trickles into children so much. And I mean, that's what yeah. the school system was created for, but we have to decondition from our own shit to be able to, you know, offer it to the children. But it's like all of those beautiful kiddos that were diagnosed with ADHD in the school system. Yeah. God love them. The majority of them are probably mangins, bless their heart. They're not meant to freaking sit still. If the school system would say, okay, today we're going to do social studies, science, math, and English. Okay. And then you're also going to have recess and lunch. I can't move those two times around, but this is what's expected to get done today in the six hours you're here. I'm empowering you to get the work done at your pace. Can you imagine how yeah. different those mangins would operate in the school system in the confines if they could get up and move from table to table or a different classroom or something else and fuel their energy that they have versus mm. sitting there and slowly dying a painful death because they're mm. supposed to be looking about the, at the same people and doing the same thing. Wow. I mean, you I just, was always so bored. I was so bored in school. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm sure. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> The school system needs a lot of, it's like a whole overhaul. I mean, let's be real. But um, I, I think you brought up something super interesting to think about because not only would it empower the the children being, uh, you know, allowed to, like you said, like, here's what you need to get done. Go, go get it done. However, you, I'm willing to bet that we would then learn new ways to do the things by watching yes. watching those mansions get 17 things done in like the two hours or whatever the fuck, you know, um, which is such a thing that I feel like we miss out on by expecting others to uh, operate as we do. You know, it's almost like we're not even getting to see some of the 
the undercover goodness that's there because they're trying to be the way that we're doing it or, or vice versa. And, and it's like, by doing that, you're the, the innovation that could come out is being harbored, like stomped down before it even starts. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not even getting to show itself. Uh, the inspiring impact part is not even allowed to show. And that goes for manifestors too, I think. Um, but I think that it's really important to note um, what you mentioned is so something to think about because I was just talking about this too with kids, you know, just, I mean, even what if, what if they just were allowed to stand up more? I know, please. How about that? Well, because how that's about how the they man move their body anyway. Yes. Right. God, just let them you move know? their body because they got to move that energy around anyway. Right. Right. Maybe they get to go to the back of the room and stretch for like 10 minutes and then they're back at their desk and they're fine and learning again. Um, it's just so, so silly to think that, you know, we would, we would, um, we would digest the same way, digest the inf- information in a school setting the same way, yeah. you know, we're, we're so different. So any, so anywho, um, manifesting generators doing what lights you up, super key, just like we talked about with generators, um, presence again super key right because again sacral beings presence being present moment to moment is such a tool for you for you beings i feel like for all of us but especially for sacrals and um that presence man gens want to move faster i feel like than yes. in my in my experience yes. what i've witnessed and seen generators are more uh, inclined to slow themselves down from time to time i feel like Yep. Because they like to be a little bit more thorough and fo- the follow through, like they're building, like they're making sure all the boxes are checked when they're very fascinated and in their lane and lit up. Mm-hmm. Whereas mangents are get kind of bored quicker and like want to like innovate and come up with different ways to do it. So this way might seem boring and da 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 da. But like, um, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. One of, the, one of the things, maybe it'll come back to you that I yeah. partner has said for years, he's a, um, a jack of all trades, master of none. And right. once I learned design, I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly what you're meant. And it's not true. You could master any of them if you chose to. It's just, if your light goes out for that thing that you were, the skill that you were doing, the trade that you were doing in the moment, and then all of a sudden you don't have the same energy for it. Cause like, I love it. He'll be like, well, I'll work on that until I can't work on it anymore. Or I'm frustrated by it. And then he'll move on to the next thing. And then like you would just said, then he'll have an aha about the thing he was just on. And then he'll go back to it because he gave himself the opportunity to step away. Right. Where a generator may not be as frustrated and be able to sit through navigating uh-huh. the aha to uncover what was uh-huh. being done, that focus. Right. aren't meant to have that kind of that level of focus it doesn't mean that they did they can't and they don't they're quicker at it they're going to move to the next thing and if y'all would just cut bait on the things that you're not excited about we need your brilliance your speed with which you do it the expertise that you have for it that you show us a more efficient way boom yeah um it did come back to me while you're talking thank god but uh, the thought was that um the slowing down part i think is harder for man gens. That's what I was getting to. I feel like, and, and, you know, you probably could speak on this a little bit too, as a manifester, like when they told me like, slow down projector, you're going to miss the timing. I was like, Oh, cool. You mean I'm allowed to like sit back a little bit more and like, you know, slowing down, 
seemed like a joy to me when, when I was told I was allowed to do so. Whereas like, I feel like when you tell the man, Jen and the manifester, sometimes the generator, like slow down. They're like, what do you mean slow down? Time to slow down. Like, I don't know. You guys just, you run quicker and man, Jen's you, you, we mentioned this before. It's like this expecting other people to run like that as well. I see that breeding frustration for you all like a lot. And like, I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it again. I'm never going to run at that speed again or try to ever, but I did for a long time. And, 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 you know, people will, but like you letting go of the expectation of that as a man, Jen, you slowing down enough to see like, Oh man, I really do get a lot done in like an hour. And like, I don't know, that's not the case for this person or that person. And Nobody else would ever do it this way, like how I just did it. Like noticing that in yourself, slowing down and noticing that, maybe that helps understand that others don't run the same. And so expecting them to is not serving you because all it's going to do is breed that frustration for you, which is not, you're meant to feel satisfied. Be satisfied with how you do things. Notice how you do things. Notice the skill sets that you're, I mean, because you're probably assuming that everybody can do that. And it's just not true. Right. I'm, here to, I'm here to tell you, it's just not true. Um, I feel like one of the man gens, I have a lot of very close man gens in my life. One of them is my friend and uh, the owner of the bar that I work at. And she is a 5-1 sacral man gen. And I love her. And she, her life every single day to me, when she tells me her days, my jaw drops to the ground. I'm like, you that was one day like the amount of things that this woman does on a regular basis is it blows my mind and uh, the amount of things that she can get done right it looks to me sometimes like she's not doing anything but she's doing so many things because it's just so different than how I would do it it's so different Um, I'm not, I don't think I could do all the things she does actually, but if I were to like tackle the list, it certainly wouldn't look like how she does. And um, I noticed that now, and I find it so fascinating for man gens to stop for a moment and point that out in themselves, because I don't know if that's something that they do. And so if you don't man gen, or if somebody makes you feel weird about it, that's another thing I think that happens is, you know, we're like, you're not, you know, stop, focus on one thing, get something done. Or like you said, you know, and that's just not the advice for you, man, Jen, the next time you can politely reply, well, that's just not how I'm designed, you know, and by making me try, like it doesn't light me up. So yeah, by trying to fit yourself in that box or that linear path or whatever, you're actually, um, you're, you're not allowing your inspiring impact part to show through Yeah. because if you, if you fully love and lean into that of yourself, the projector like me is going to watch you and I'm going to learn. I'm learning literally when I watch my, uh, my friend in boss, Danielle move every, everything she does makes me feel like I'm learning from her in how she moves because she's, she's, you know, I consider as somebody that's aligned and, um, really leans into her, her strengths and, and takes time for herself and does all those proper management. So she really follows that do the things that light you up thing. It's 50 million things that light her up, but that's, that's who she is. And it's and beautiful. That's but I learned thing. that's just watch. 
Yeah, that's another thing that's really important to point out before we move on to the beautiful reflectors is it's okay that what lights you up today may not light you up tomorrow. It's yeah. okay that that changes. Yeah. And we're not taught that. It's like, you know, stick to it. It's commitment. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants you to be a quitter. You know, you started it, you finished it. Please, please, please let that programming go. Drop yeah. that conditioning at the door. Trust the body wisdom. Your body is always telling you what's meant for you if you're tuning in. And um, if, even if you can say to yourself, you know what, knowing this information, I am meant to cut this off here because I'm robbing someone else of their opportunity to do this thing. And so if you have to look at it from that perspective, but it's really important that you align with right now, this excites me and lights me up because often I'll tell a generator, a manifesting generator, when they get into a project or an opportunity or, you know, something like if they're for, and it's some kind of networking, something, and then they realize once they get in that it's not for them. I'm like, that is your beautiful body wisdom saying you likely didn't have all the information and you got in and now you do, and it's not for you. So let it go, please. That's, that's really beautiful advice. The way that you put that, I think that's great. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and man, Jens, you know, um, just remember too, that at the end of the day, your aura is that of a generator, right? You're the, the org designed You're here to respond. And to really uh, lean away from thinking that you have to initiate everything. Yeah. You know, trust that you can be a magnet and just respond. Because yeah. I think, I think that that lets it, that allows ease and flow into your life when you start trusting that. I think as a man, John, that you can just sit back a little bit. You can, if you want to, you're, you can, you can slow down a little bit and, um, and let yourself respond. A lot of you times know. what I have witnessed, and then I promise we will move on for um, mangens, the ones who don't want to slow down, that sometimes when they do give themselves that opportunity to do that, the power with which they come back with to do Oof. the thing is like amplified. Wow. That makes so much just, sense. Just re- I mean, like for me as a manifester, I have urges, then I have rest cycles. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn those. I'm trying to lean into those. My programming tells me that's lazy. I know that's not true. I'm trying to release that because, because I know that's not true. And so, you know, I know I invite my partner to like, it's okay to chill the fuck out for a little bit. I promise you, I promise. And then the passion he comes back with to do the thing that all the things, not the thing, all the damn things. He he, it's, it's like, like I said, it's like 10 X. So yeah, that makes sense. Try that. You beautiful mansions out there. Try that. You generators try that. It's so wild. Yeah. That we have to like learn that it's okay to chill out. Isn't it wild that we have to relearn this now? Yeah. Well, it was weird. That was definitely not modeled. Well, what a strange thing to to have to learn. No, I think all of us. Yeah. He had that figured out. He knew how to chill out and I love it. My son (sighs) has it. He knows how it's great. Yeah. I did not come wired with that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I did either. I don't know if I did. Who knows? But I just think it's wild that as a collective, that is really something that we are all learning right now, Mm -hmm. that it's not about productivity. It's just not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It is because we have evidence that we can be way more, quote unquote, productive, however you want to define that when we have given ourselves space yeah yeah space and time you know and and presence presence Mm -hmm. because that's another big thing um 
Okay, uh, let's move on to reflectors. Yes, non-sacral, another non-sacral. Here. Non-sacral. So moving on to the non-sacral. <laughs> right, we're moving back. We're gonna circle and close the whole energy type circle here yep. with a non-sacral. So we have that both, Amy and I have that in common with reflectors, the three of our types, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors are the non-sacrals. So yep. when we throw those words around, that's the category, like the yep. way that that plays out. Um, reflectors have the beautiful... Uh, addition of having a completely undefined chart. So they have this ability to really feel into everything and every moment and every experience and every person and every place around them all the time. Yeah. Yep. And uh, reflectors are here uh, as as uh, we were talking about before this call, really to understand their environment. Definitely. They have that sampling aura, right? They're yes. like literally sampling everything that you just said. It's, it's others energies, it's different environments. It's just, and they have that opportunity to then reflect back that back to us, right? Give us that opportunity for that right. beautiful reflection to help us then see things from their perspective mm-hmm. of what they have gathered. Right. And I think that uh, one important, I, I start with that environment piece because I just think that that is just there. It's the most important for that type, I think, for reflectors. I think it's just the most important thing to first start doing is noticing how you feel in certain places, spaces, and with people. Just right. start there. Really start to take in the ones that make you feel good and hang out there more and start cutting out some of the places, spaces, people that you feel differently around. And again, I'm not a reflector and neither are you. So we can't speak on exactly what that feels like, but from what we've learned from the reflectors we've gotten to talk to, I think that's a such a huge part of the piece for them. And uh, reflectors, because you're ever, that you're like this ever fluid uh, being, right? You're, you're going to feel maybe one way, in one part of the day, maybe by the end of the day, you feel differently. And that's all of that is cool. You know? Um, so I think maybe thinking about commitments, the same way we were talking about it for man gens, maybe reflectors have to do that too. regularly check in on things that they've said yes to that no longer feel good. Right. Oh my because goodness. I think that's gotta be critical for them because, you know, we've been taught for the reflectors to embrace who they are today. Right. And then release it. So a practice that we were taught was, you know, asking if you're a reflector or if you have a loved one, that's a reflector, you know, how do you feel today? Or, you know, and then take it a step deeper. What did you observe today? Mm. What, what, what experience did you have by being around others or being in others' environments and then not making that mean anything for them so that they can then release it and be open for what the next day offers them. And, you know, it's like you have a clean slate um, and the more you allow yourself to be available for that openness and those experiences and recognizing the, the role that you play and how impactful that is for the rest of us, um, you know, it, like I love that their signature is surprise and allowing them to, you know, experience each day with some kind of childlike wonder and not being, you know, um, stuck on any one thing or, have an expectation of any one thing um, and just letting themselves experience it. And then 
allowing themselves to release it. And that's a practice that, you know, I mean, I practice release stuff all the time with my emotional authority and just in general with the energies that I work with on a daily basis. They're not mine. It's not for me to carry. And the same goes for a reflector. You know, if you're taking all of this in all the time and you're auditing back to us everything that you're experiencing, then you also get to have that practice to release it so that you're not carrying it on behalf of everyone because you're not meant to. You're meant to be that vessel to be open for the very next day's experiences that you can then do the very same thing and reflect back, you know, to us. Yeah, totally. I, I love how you said that. I, um, so yeah, I think that it's important for the clearing out is extra important for reflectors. I also, I think that it's maybe something to note to for reflectors to know that uh I never thought about reflectors being like outgoing people for some reason and these like overtly friendly people because in my mind I picture like a like it's overwhelming to have like this open aura that's like sampling everything but I forget sometimes that they have that like kind of built-in protection like where they know when they don't want to sample something which is amazing uh, wish I had that as a projector but um you know I think that it's cool to think about um I just just getting in touch with the, the feelings in your body as a reflector because if you think about their chart being completely undefined that means that you can learn in all of those centers yeah. and that's what you're here to do is and wisdom so, in each one for you yes right so if you're learning in all of those centers from all the people you're around all the places you're around and your aura truly knows which to sample and which not to um then that's it that's it that's all you need to worry about is picking and choosing the right the way the 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 places that you feel good in and the people yeah. that you feel good around and and those people and spaces and places that uh revere your perspective on the thing because uh you used a good word you're auditing it back to us right nobody can get a perspective like a reflector right if they were going to be um i read somewhere once that the perfect job for them description would be like a CEO whisperer Ooh. like in their ear so like because they could just literally walk around the whole office setting and take in everything and report back to like the CEO everything that was going unseen essentially yeah by every every other type right so and they're one percent so it is truly unique your perspective reflector it's truly special and and I think that putting yourself in places and spaces and around people that know that is very empowering. And, 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 you know, much like in the same way that I think manifestors should be uh, almost like, I don't know if revered is a hard, is, is the right word, but like almost like given the space they need to like do the thing, because it's like that it's similar for a reflector to me, the, the, yeah. the, you know, um, it's, it's what you're here to do. So it's like, if you can just, uh, yeah, you know, that, well, that I mean, point. Kristen, you know, we did a great job with Kristen at the retreat who was our only reflector, um, you know, 1% of the population, you know, we were pretty fortunate right. to have one there and yeah. we all did a really great job of honoring, like when we were, you know, at the lunch table or the breakfast table, we would say, you know, do you, do you, are you okay with someone sitting next to you? Or would you like this alone time? Because you got to think she's taking in all of our shit all the time. 
Right. And so right. giving that spaciousness to, for her to really honor that release or like, whoa, 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 sensory overload. I'm, I'm good here. And she said to us that it just feels so good to be somewhere where she gets honored in that way. And this right. is, this is our whole point of sharing all of this guys, <laughs> so that we can understand, you know, we have a whole episode on the compassion that it offers, but it's to us to not only better understand ourselves, but better understand others. So then we all know how to effectively communicate and be around and honor and appreciate and respect and drop the judgment and drop the you shoulds and any of that noise that doesn't serve any of us. Yeah. And, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm going to say something else too, because they're non-sacral just like we are, um, what can happen, I think, is that the reflector can look like the most extroverted person in the room, maybe sometimes. They could look like the mansion in the room, if you think about it, yeah. right? They are completely undefined and taking in all of the energy around them. Let's say a reflector is at a party. They might look like the one in the room that is talking to everybody, running around to different groups, talking to this person, talking to that. They're going to maybe look, they're amplifying in yes. nine centers. Do you think about that? That could very much express as the person in the room that's like the life of the party very yeah. easily. And reflector, you could very well be the life of the party. And then you, your body could very well need like a serious tap out. Yes. So just honoring that, because I know that as a non-sacral, that is what happens to us. I know I am now no learning that about mine energy and my non-sacralness and how that has shown up. There has absolutely been times where I looked like the person in the room that was moving around the most. I was, you know, and doing the most and whatever, but like, because I was just amplifying perpetually yeah. Yeah. and that's not sustainable for non-energy beings is the thing. It's not sustainable. You can do it and we're here to do it. That's the part of the point. We just need to know when to say enough is enough. And I think as a reflector with nine undefined centers, that maybe is a something to really always keep in mind. Yeah. You know, I am that. I at enough? Am I at yeah. enough right now? Because I just have to imagine that they must get full quicker. Because as a projector, I know I get full taking in and absorbing things. That's so yeah. So I imagine that, yeah, there's got to be some level of, you know, thinking about that. And most of the reflectors that I know are very uh, friendly, very like, you know, um, wanting to get to know people a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wonder if that's something that they, that, that, that reflectors out there could start to um, really notice is when, when they need to tap out, when they are feeling certain ways or not feeling certain ways in certain places, spaces and around people. I think that that's a great place for that to start. And um, as always, we always offer feedback for this. If there's any reflectors listening and you want to add something to this, we would gladly add that somewhere. So yeah. uh, please let us know. Cause you, again, we're just talking on how we can, but I think we did a pretty good job of covering the sacral types and the other non-sacral type generators manifesting generators reflectors we hope that you are happy with the way that we were able to share this information since it is not from our own personal lived experiences as manifester and projector yep. and we've had and, the luxury of interviewing all three of those different energy types and then you hear from you know monique and i every single time as manifester and projector energy types and we're going to bring more and more and more guests on 
to have them share their lived experiences with, you know, what their life was like before design and then learning their design and how they've allowed themselves to connect with all that, because that continues to show people what's possible. And it's not like it's the way to do it. It's one of the ways. And then you create discernment for yourself, what feels most aligned for you and you beautiful man gens are probably going to show us and you projectors as well, all the ways that would be much more efficient to do it anyway. So we, we want to hear that feedback as well. And um, this is what we, this is what we came here for. This is what we're here for. And uh, we sure the hell have no intention of stopping anytime soon. So <laughs> amen, sis. Yeah, yeah. Love it. it all right. Well, on that sure. note, let's wrap up and um, we'll talk yeah. to you on the next one. On the next one. Until then, bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.